Welcome to Life in the Key of M, the podcast. I'm your host, Mama Soul, and the streets of New York City are my studio. Life is made up of a series of moments strung together, moments of merriment, melancholy, and even the mundane. The idea for this podcast stemmed from a social media header and hashtag I use to share memories. Well, Life in the Key of M, the podcast will feature conversations with magic makers, motivators, mavens, mischief makers, miracle workers, and other marvelous beings who are rich culture and move society forward. The podcast is also a platform to magnify the creators who make those moments. Life in the Key of M is produced by SRL. Follow on Instagram at SRL underscore NYC or email at SRL ABSNYC at gmail.com. Music provided by DJ King James. Follow him on Instagram at DJ King James NYC. Yes. But we didn't start with dessert. 
No, no, you started with guacamole. Yes, we did. So one of the things that we're known for is uh, we make guacamole fresh uh, the moment you order. I noticed that, yeah? yes. So we make it mild, medium, and spicy. We can make it a little chunky. That's why we leave the, the wooden spoon inside. Uh-huh. If you want to smash a little bit more, you do it, right? Mm-hmm. Put a little lime, a little onion, a little tomato, cilantro, jalapenos, a little love, a little yeah. elbow. Now, let me say this, Ronnie. Uh-huh. I'm not a big fan of guacamole because of the texture, uh-huh. but I ate it. Fundido, the, the, the cheese. Yes. Yeah. What, now, what the heck was that? I, I, I tell you, tomato. It was fantastic. I tell you the secret. The secret is the cheese because it comes from Chihuahua, Mexico, the state of Chihuahua, Mexico. It's Chihuahua cheese, it's melted Chihuahua cheese. Yeah. I thought it was macaroni and cheese, which I love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, this is some whole which other you level. can make it with that, and it's like mind blowing. It's like one of the best cheeses to melt. Now spell that cheese for me because I they chihuahua, don't spell it. like the dog Chihuahua. The Chihuahua. Chihuahua cheese. Chihuahua cheese. Yeah. What the heck? That yeah. was so delicious. Yeah, 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 yeah. So after that, you had a Sonora ribs. Shake, we had yeah, the Sonora ribs. There you go, there you go. Shake, shake, Sonora. Yeah. Yes. So, so good. Yeah, they're cooked for 48 hours. They're like super tender. They have a little bit of habanero, a little bit of tamarind. It has a, a, a good amount of acidity, some tomatoes, some chipotle. You know, the glaze has a little bit of uh, uh, orange juice as well. It's phenomenal. They're phenomenal. And then the slaw. And I then mean, the Mexican coleslaw right on they top. They definitely yeah. fell off the bones. Yep. And that's what they're supposed to do, yeah. Well, that happened. Yeah. yeah that, that happened. And, and then the other one was actually a uh, open fire roasted uh, octopus that was served on top of like uh, ensalada rusa, uh, avocado salsa verde, mm-hmm. and on top it was sprinkled with some uh, fig chips. Those Phenomenal. Everything, Delicious everything. and nutritious. Everything. I'm so glad you let you enjoy everything. But listen, we're down to one of the best parts of the meal. You ready? Right, yes, so. <laughs> I mean, it's already in my stomach, but for the listeners. <laughs> listen, well, you already have some churros, but um, uh, I, I, I was sharing with you before that, uh, you know, one of the things that I, my, my, my friends know, and I always make it for them, is my, is my cafe con leche, right? Which is a, a very simple, uh, um, in essence, what it means is just, it's just cafe con leche. Yeah, that's what it means, right? Café con leche, right? Uh, just coffee milk. However, you know, like uh, for 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 foaming for texture, some people add a little bit of butter. You know, for sugar, I, I I like to do brown sugar just because it marries well with the darkness of the coffee. You know, but uh, so I was introduced uh, Flaco Coquito by my very good friend Cynthia Sepulveda, right? Uh, yeah, and, and it, it is such a, a rounded uh, and amazing product because you know it makes you, it helps you indulge into into that that coquito feeling without uh, you know without feeling any guilt. Okay. Basically, right. this is even though this is a vegan product, it's really for everybody because I enjoy it on the 
rocks. I enjoy making cocktails with it. And it was a perfect pair when I wanted to make a boozy version of my Café Con Leche. A boozy, a boozy 100%, yes. So now, once again, this has, you know, even though like the, the, the fat in here, it's, it's a vegan fat, which is coconut, coconut oil, coconut milk, everything all together. Once you shake it in the activation of the coffee, it makes it super foamy and creamy, right? That you don't even under, you don't even know that you're actually drinking a vegan version of a cafe con leche mm. while keeping the party going. Right, you got to talk about it. <laughs> you got to talk about it. Because the party is lit. Right? Yes, it continues. So now, we... I started with a with a uh, flaco coquito mojito, right? Because once again, you know, like uh, because of the uh, because of the background of, of the of the coconut here, it allows a lot of herbs, it allows a lot of mint, it allows things like lavender, it allows chocolate, it allows it allows coffee, it, there, this, this, it allows passion fruit, strawberries, you know, um, uh, mango. There is so many things that you can actually make out of this one product. Uh, new recipe, it's killing it. We actually kind of like it, it opened up even more on the run of, of, of cocktails. They make it like delicious, refreshing, tropical, healthy, and boozy at the same time, you know? Let's look on that. Let's toast to uh, healthy and, and boozy and prosperity and yes, yes. to life. Salud, salud, salud. Salud, 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 salud. 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 Cafecito salud. con leche. Hola, mama. Flaco Coquito. Cheers. I love pushing yeah. battery. That's because my favorite thing to do. I don't drink coffee. Oh, please tell me you like this. And I like this. Because uh, to me, yes. it tastes like a cold hot chocolate. And I do hot chocolate. It doesn't taste like coffee. Salud. 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 Look at this. And I feel, I feel to your point of the kick and punch. Yeah. Like I'm feeling, I'm feeling happy. I'm there, feeling happy. There yes. we go. See? I'm feeling happy. See? You know what I noticed? It works really well for you. Hey. but not like thick like this. But what I do is like I actually take the flaco coquito and I put it in a four container and I put it in the fridge. So when the fat accumulates on top, I just take a little spoon, I take a little spoon of it and I just dump it in the shaker and then I do it. Because the separation actually helps the cocktail have different dimensions of texture. But it's just like that separation in texture gives you a very cool sensation of something indulgent. Like like so, like people thought that I was using like some kind of like heavy fat, you know? Right. It's like a coquito. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Wow. Really? Salute, salute. I have never even we've drunk bottles of it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> we, we have. We have. I have never woken up. I have never woken up the next day feeling like I wanted to me die. Too, me too. <laughs> You see me, I'm a yeah. bad drinker, man. Yeah. I can't drink. Me. You see me walk out, I, I can tell he wants to laugh. Yeah. You know, I say goodbye to him, and he's like, you okay? <laughs> I'm, walking around, I'm walking out of here embarrassed. Because, you know, I can't drink. But I never get sick. Yeah, never. I never. And when you're not alone, I'm a lightweight as well. I'm a lightweight. Can we just talk about the steak tacos for a minute? The so, chef sent it over. Awesome. Yeah. A piece of steak on a taco with yeah. fried 
Viajero cheese. Yes, that was fantastic. Yeah, so Viajero cheese, it, it's a Mexican cheese that it was it was built for last long trips. Right. 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 So basically, right. when you when you cut that and you put it on the grill, it doesn't like melt. It actually holds together like a halloumi cheese. That's why you can get it nice and toasty, put a ranch on top of a taco, and oh my god, so good. Oh god. I'm just I'm just I'm looking at the waves of people coming in. Look, he's looking fingers here. I don't know what kind of a staff. No, because this look. Is. <laughs> Flaco Coquito Cafe yes. um, cocktail, that's what we're talking about. And then you're talking about the foam. Flaco Coquito Cafe con Leche. Oh. Ah, Cafe con Leche. And the cream, the cream is like, you want to put it on your finger and like... 100%. Yeah. yeah. Don't, don't feel bad about the little fingers. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Why are you... Oh, wow. Someone blackmailed Paula. Thank you, Paula. I'm really good. I'm going to order something to take home. Like, I'm ordering number 16. I'm sorry, uh, excuse me. Number 16? 16, yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. You look like you're 16 years old. <laughs> oh, thank you. I like you even more now. for six for six to eight months take a two-week vacation do it again and then do it again and then do it again I did that for about nine locations Wow. yeah I yeah yeah then I uh, I opened uh, uh, two, uh, one ceviche the other became a second location too um, I opened uh, a restaurant in Greenwich Village I want one of the first uh, uh, rooftop gardens and tables okay right um, after that I opened my own restaurant in, in uh, a tapas place uh, Center Long Island, okay. right? That called Viaggio Tapas. Okay. Uh, and until this point, until this moment, it's still uh, the only restaurant that the New York Times from the city came to review and gave us three stars and a half. Wow. Um, after that, we opened this one. Uh, and now we opened another location. 16, congratulations. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's in the blood. This is what you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, you know, my, my, my background, I, I learned, to cook, learned to cook in Spain. Okay. My, my wine degree really started in Spain. It, you know, it kind of like developed more here. You know, my, my mixology love, it just it just came from that. Understanding of spirits, the background, uh, understanding how, how to break molecules, you know, how to, how, to, how to extract flavors in so many different ways. One ingredient can give you so many different perspectives of, of how it's formed and, and, and different characteristics. It all depends of heat, depends of cold, it, it depends of how cold it is, how it heat, the, the kind of ice, or how you shake it, the amount of ice, the amount of liquid. There's so many things that... that for a good cocktail now because of the fact that there's so much thought yeah. behind this creation. You know, there's a lot of science behind it. I never thought about the type of ice. Yeah. I'm just, just let the shit taste good. Let yeah, me yeah, drink yeah, yeah. it. Because 
because that's what it is. Yeah. Wow. And, and I'll tell you something. You know, wow. I've been. Yeah, it's funny you say that because I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna share something with you. For the past two weeks, right? Uh, I came across a post on, on Facebook, right? Okay. Uh, where, you know, you know the, the uh, egg and rice, like a fried egg and rice, yes. Yes. was named one of the most traditional dishes of South America. Okay. What? Right? Okay. So, when I was a kid, you know, it was my favorite dish. White rice, like, just cooked from the pan, crack fried egg right on top, right? So, I realized that it's also one of the, the hardest dishes to make. Fried, all right, fried egg, okay, right. White rice, okay. right? Because okay. to make good rice, Which good is hard. white rice, Which is hard. it's really, really, really hard. It is, it really is. And to fry an egg the right way right. is extremely hard. It's very hard to make. At the same time, you know, it also comes to the, the you know, the, the, the whole message of like, is it a rich people right. dish or is it a poor people's dish? Right. What is it? Right. It's always been a poor people dish for me. Growing up, my mother couldn't well, afford me. Well, for me too, in, in a right. way, but is it? But don't you feel the richest person when you eat a really good one? I do. I do. It, it transports me back to when I was sitting at the table and my mother gave me a dish. And she came from work. She didn't have time to prepare meat. Maybe perhaps we didn't have any. She would fry an egg and throw it on top of the rice. It was the best meal I've had. Yeah. I've never had that ever in life. I've really? never had a fried egg. We're right, we, you know, we have fried egg on a on white bread. That, that was the sandwich. That's the egg You've sandwich. You've never had a fried egg and white, and white rice? No. Never. Listen. It's something so simple, right? Right. And I just recently learned that apparently, like Japanese culture, it's a big thing too. You know? You know? But it, it just, it, it, yeah, it's just one of those things that, that for example, number one, my grandmother made the best rice I've ever had in my life. So fluffy, so gummy, so delicious, not stuck together, but also very moist. You know? That's you know? Do. Yeah, very That's moist. You know, and and with the with the with the crunchy on the on, on underneath, it was always perfect. Never burns, always gold, but super crunchy and stuck together. I used to scrape that. So good. You know what I used to do as a kid? I used to ask my grandmother, please, I don't want, I don't want the right. I just want this, the, the, the thing that is stuck to the, uh, pegado, what we call it, cocolón, right? So the, that's, that, the, that's the bottom so of it. So she would scrape it all in one shot, all in one shot. Uh -huh. I will take one, one, one uh, a crispy thing of rice. Uh -huh. I will put a, a cheese there and I will put all the part of the, of, of the rice, like Ooh, a sandwich. Like a sandwich. Right? And then my grandmother used to crack a fried egg right on top. Oh, you just blew my mind. Ron, I see that. You just blew my right? mind. I Ron, got it. Ron, I and see then, it. Yeah, and Ron, then, I and see then it. on top of that, she would put scallions all over that. Blah, 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 blah. Let me tell you something. The combination of cheese, crispy fried rice, eggs, and scallions, and a little bit of salt, I can die right after that. I can eat that, and I'll be like, goodbye, everybody. I had a good one. Nice to know you. And I'll be so happy. I, I can see it. That sounds amazing. Thank you. Oh. I propose that we have a day like that. Will you just make us your crispy rice with fried egg on top? When? 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 As when? Yeah. You tell me. Let's get and the cheese. Let's, let's get the cheese. Yes. Let's you tell it. me. I don't know. Let's look, let's look at Canada. <laughs> we have to pair it with some flaco gogito.
always impressed by you. But I feel this moment right now to me is historical. I appreciate it. But I tell you something, you know, I, I'm gonna take it a little deeper because I mean that this is just this is a personal story, right? You're right. And this is perhaps the the reason of why I love cooking. Perhaps the reason of, and my obsession of this one dish. And perhaps, you know, um, it was a dish of a breakthrough and freedom. Right? You ready for it? I have, I've never told anybody this, uh, this, this story. This is why we got to dressed today. It's crazy. I just felt like I needed to tell you the story of why I like this dish. I, I tell you why, you know, this, this dish is very important to me. So, I, we never had this conversation before, but uh, I was not raised by my parents, you know? I was raised by my grandmother all the way to age 14. I didn't know my parents until I came here to this country at age 17. So, from 14 and 17, Unfortunately, my grandmother passed away at age 14, right? So, on the day that, a day before she passed, right, she uh, was very ill, you know, she, uh, my mom was in, in, in transit of like trying to go to Ecuador and, and visit me and, and try to see my, my grandmother before, before she passed, even though it didn't happen. My grandmother was in bed the whole time, it was very, uh, very ill, very weak, right? Out of nowhere, she just got up, boom. She was like this, come to the kitchen. She smacked my arm like that, come to the kitchen, right? And she said to me, uh, she went to the kitchen, she started making some white rice, right? And she said to me, your mom's coming tomorrow, but I'm not gonna be here. And I'm like, you know, at that time I was 14 years old, my grandmother was not making sense sometimes, but she knew. She said, your mom's coming tomorrow and I'm not gonna be here. This is how you make a white rice and this is how you fry an egg. I want you to eat that and don't ask anybody anything until your mom shows up and she makes you something. And that's what I did. I ate fried egg and rice until my mom showed up and I met my mom for the first time. Now it even makes more sense why you said that that could be your last meal. Yeah, and you'd be happy. 100%. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. I've never shared that story, and I felt, I felt very good sharing that with you guys. Thank you for trusting me in, in, with that yeah. moment. That's why this dish, it's just like I'm even looking for ways to perfect it, but I can. It's perfect in its own. But do you plan on adding it to the menu here in some way, shape, or form? Well, this is, you know, like a. Maybe not here, but there is, uh, in the new restaurant that we're opening, okay. there is going to be a form of that for brunch. Because we're doing a, 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 a fried rice in a style of like, the best way to describe it would be in the style kind of like a Latin kimchi fried rice. Yes. With a fried egg right on top. Oh, Ron, that's about to be a problem. That's about to be a problem. Delicious, nutritious, refreshing, amazing. Damn. I believe you. It's the, <laughs> the name is Bar Crudo. I translate in, in English as a raw bar. It 
it's an oyster bar and restaurant okay. with a strong vision of sustainability. Sustainability. So basically, ah. what we do, which is something that I actually I, I practice here in Chela, we have zero waste of everything that we use. Wait, I'm sorry. Zero waste. Waste. Okay. Yes. Zero, zero waste. waste. So ah. let me let me give an example, right? Let me give an example. I don't know if you noticed, but uh, well, you think, do you have any margaritas? No, we were just drinking so, Flaco we So just, yeah. So yeah, basically, what we're doing right now is that every single garnish of my cocktails, it's a, it's an elaboration of the usage of the skin of the fruit. Right? Mm -hmm. So, for example, if you have the Paloma, you're going to have some uh, 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 candied uh, orange skin, uh, grapefruit skins with like a little bit of salt chipotle and, and uh, powder, right? Uh -huh. And a little bit of sugar. Uh, then if you have, uh, you know, like the, um, the Busin Sidra, right? And so you have like a, a, a chip of a lemon skin, okay. right? So all the skins are being used. After that, the white part of the fruit, after they've been juiced, goes into a tea. So we boil it into a tea. Wow to kind of like bring that water up and be used either for a cocktail in the mixture or wow. for the ceviches. So you have zero waste. Like zero waste. Zero and then waste. the seeds, they're dehydrated, they're dry, they're toasted, and then pulverized to turn it into the spicy salt. Zero waste. That blew my mind. I didn't know that. Yeah, zero waste. The That's steak, fantastic. the steak that we have. Yeah, yeah. We have a, a whole near strip steak that we, ch we want to butcher in house. So when you butcher that, you have to trim all the fat. Right. Right? right. So that's why we changed the recipe into the, from the carne Oaxaqueña that we had to the to the carne sinaloense okay. because we're making a sauce that is called sauce tatemada, okay. which is a traditional Mayan pre-Hispanic sauce that you make roasted tomatillo, roasted tomatoes, roasted piquín, roasted garlic, roasted onion, and you smash them against a stone, right? But then you take all the trimmings of the meat and you slow roast it like a chicharrón. Wrong, and then you take that, that will go to the garbage, right? You'll take that and you incorporate it into the sauce and you smash it with the sauce all together. Oh, that sounds so good. It's delicious. So there's a little bit of and history, tradition. 100%. Yeah. But also the vision of like nothing goes to the garbage because right, right now what we're, trying, what we're trying to respect is that we respect the protein in a way that it's utilized from, from head to tail. I love that. 100% of everything. I love that. The bones go into stock, into the soup, into everything. Wow, that's wonderful. And there's so much protein in the bones. Yeah. That's great. Zero waste then is a concept of yep. yours. Yep. Well, it's not a concept of mine. No, it's, okay. it's a concept that it, it's more of a culture that I built because I want to make sure that 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 things are not wasted. You know, everything goes somewhere if you know what to do with that. see it. It's like every time I see somebody like cutting, you know, cutting the, the leaves of the carrots and the carrots going into the garbage, that's something that somebody could, could be fed with that, right? So basically, like right now, just to give you an example, you know, like the salsa verde, we use every single thing that we got from the vegetables when it comes to the leaves. We cook that and we make it into, into some kind of either salsa verde or something that was used to kind of like bring the color green up. It had beads of, of carrot leaves. That was fantastic. No, it was so flavorful. It was yeah. fantastic. Something, you know? So, the other, the other day, something that I do at home, right? It's like I take all the cilantro. When I buy cilantro, you have the cilantro and then you have the stems, right? What do you do with the stems? Chuck them. You leave them out. Yeah. Right? Right. I don't. 
So what I do is I, I, I cut the I cut the leaves, right? I chop them up. I, I usually what I do is just like I do a little bit of salt, a little bit of oil, and I put it in ice cubes, right? I put it in the freezer, so that way I don't waste them because they go bad very quickly. Yes, they do. Right? So yes. I put a little bit of oil, like a little bit of salt, the season, slightly a little bit of pepper. Put it in ice cube. I put it in the freezer, you right? Put it in the ice cube tray. Yeah, ice cube tray. Yeah. Or do you add water to it, or you just put it in the tray and then freeze it in the ice cube tray? In the ice, like, I make ice cubes of cilantro and you oil. You have to add water because you have to add water. Okay. Yeah, 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 exactly. So yeah. I don't add water. You don't add water. You just put so, them in the tray? No, it's because I, I blend it in. Yeah, but oh. it, it doesn't solidify completely. Okay. But it gets cold enough for you to be able to just take it out. If I you love stem, right? I always make soups. Always make soups, yes. You get yes. yourself some shrimp. Tell the guy in the store, please leave the head on. Leave the head on. You take the head on, all of them. You put you put in the beginning, you put red bell pepper, some white onion, very finely chopped, a little bit of garlic, very finely chopped. Not in a certain, not in a pan, in a in a in a pot with some okay. depth. Okay. Oil. Like put a sauce it, pot. Like yeah, the sauce pot. Yeah, put it right in there. It start getting brown. You start getting a, that, that now nice color. Start getting uh, you know bubbly. You get the shrimp head. Boom! Right in there. Right. The shrimp heads are turning into that beautiful, you know, like pale to like kind of like orange, red that's getting there, right? All the stems, boom, right in there, right? Then you take, once everything's boiling, you put the water in. After it's boiled down halfway in, you take a, a can of tomato paste, put it in there, right? Mix it up, it reduces a little bit more. You take uh, maybe like, depending how much you make, if it's like a pan like this, you do like maybe like three full spoon, full spoon full of paprika. Mm -hmm. Add it in there, ba ba ba, you have an amazing stock. Ooh, and that stock you can make any type of soup. Oh, 100%. And then you can freeze, right. and then you can freeze those. 100%. And you can actually oh put it in ice cream trays and freeze that. And freeze that up. Why not? Yeah. These are like recipe alternatives. I want to yeah. know that version with how you make the coconut shrimp with flaca coquito the other oh, day. Oh, are you kidding me? And this is why, you know, remember when you were, you were, you know, going around and saying like, hey, how do you feel about the new recipe? This is why the new, rep the new recipe is such a breakthrough because this right here, you know, because of the alcohol cano, it allows you to do so, so much more, like flambe style. Uh, with the flaca coquito. Yeah, with, with that, that's what I'm saying. I already did it at you home. You already tried it at home. I'm going to tell you what I did. I'm going to tell you what I did. I took some like uh, I took some oil, right? Put it in the pan, but it has to be uh, a cast iron oil. A uh, cast iron pan. Cast iron, all right. Cast oil. iron skillet, all you right. Take, you take the uh, um, um, garlic. It has to be sliced down super thinly. So you can just take a mandolin, just slice it. Or if you have the skills, you do it with a knife, right? Put it in there. The moment that it starts turning, kind of like into, kind of like chips, it can start solidifying, it can start getting brown. You get you get yourself Nora peppers, right? Which is like these are cascabel Spanish peppers, right? They're like round. Okay. They're toasted, they're dry. You take it out, you take the seeds out. The skin is dry. So you put it right in there, boom, right? So everything all together, then, you take the shrimp, 
take your shrimp, just a whole shrimp, take like four or five, whatever you want, you put it in there. The moment you start cooking, you introduce fragile coquito right in there. Stop playing. A little bit of salt at the end, a little so bit of pepper. Cool. That's it. That is so cool. And it's gonna be dark and spicy, bright because of the flaco coquito, and nice and refreshing and tropical because of the shrimp and the garlic. want to get together put us put some cameras audio and make it happen you and I let's do it you better stop giving me opportunities <laughs> you know what? I can give you endless amount of flaco coquito meals are you serious 100% because it's coconut yeah I mean it, it's coconut Delicious scallion, onion, black of coquito, crispy rice cakes. Do you hear what he said right here? He said crispy rice cakes. <laughs> he said crispy rice cakes. Yeah. That sounds amazing too. Delicious and nutritious. <laughs> this is a holiday. This is Boozy, fantastic. Crispy rice. This is there we fantastic. Go. And nutritious. I can't. I can't. I am. Well, you're going to anyway. No, I am. Yes, exactly. Absolutely. I, 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 I am. So go for it. Go for it. Go for the tip. Go the tip. I'm going. Okay. My man. <laughs> this is one of the most indulgent desserts we have. In Tastes like mango wow. with passion fruit in there. Wow. Oh my god. This is absolutely incredible. Cynthia, put the camera down and eat, girl. To Chef Felipe. Chef Felipe, oh. you're amazing. I've That's enjoyed amazing. everything that I have put in my mouth. <laughs> everything. <laughs> Party's not over. Bonus clip. Oh, that's a, thank you. She's like, that's mine. Don't be confusing it. Listen, hold on. I'm just, oh, be clear. I'm gonna add it to the octopus that's coming home with me too. Please believe. Hey, this is my kind of space. You get it. Y'all get it. And, and, and then I'm, I'm being blessed with the bottle of Flaco Coquito. Put, put it in your. What are no, we no, doing? Put it in here. He's chefing it up right now. So Chef we have a spoonfuls of Flaco Coquito. Sorry guys, I'm gonna do this one. Get it, do it. <laughs> you deserve it. Oh my god. Oh my god, the coconut with the chocolate. Oh my god. 
like the texture of both? You know what? What I was thinking also, like, oh, so you know, it could be a really good thing if we do like a like a very rich either coffee or like chocolate ice cream, and we do a reverse affogato. Mm. Now what is that for those who I don't know what that is? What so is an affogato is vanilla ice cream, okay. and you put ice cream. I mean, you put a espresso on vanilla ice cream. You put uh -huh. espresso in the cup, uh -huh. so it slowly melts, but it mixes uh -huh. with espresso. So this will be a reverse affogato. Oh. I'm very interested about because uh, next door we're gonna have uh, one of the big parts of the concept is is a nightlife and, and live entertainment aspect of it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But we're really cool to do a combination of music and food tour. Yeah. Of the day. I want to see if after this we can convince Cynthia okay. to change Cynthia that to the name. Yeah, so let's talk, let's talk about this for a minute. Okay. Edwin Vasquez painting. That's the back of the label. Edwin Whoa. Vasquez. Tell us <laughs> yeah, why. Tell us what was your motivation behind this painting? You were. You were. <laughs> the whole motivation is the essence of Cynthia, what she represents, her mother, who I knew personally. So many dimensions. It's not just a drink. It represents our culture as Puerto Ricans, as Latinos, and as Latinos from a universal standpoint. This drink, to me, is not just Puerto Rican. It's Latino America. It's all of us. Yep. Especially being the fact that Cynthia was raised here in New York. And this drink is a year-long drink. It's not just a holiday drink. Right, which is what I thought about Coquito. Yeah, yeah. I only heard about it during a holiday. And it serves a purpose in bringing people together of all different ethnicities, which is what my music is about. So when, when she asked me to do this painting, I wanted to take a whole different approach. She sent me the photo, and I try to think culturally, and then I try to also get creative with this flower, creating a flower that doesn't really exist. Yeah. You know, I, I try to create something that would be uh, newborn, something of new life, like the drink itself. So that was the whole purpose of my inspiration. Different from the whole idea of the purpose behind also health, the fact that this drink is a type of drink that uh, is conscience is conscious of of uh, the well-being of people. You know, being that it's vegan. You know, not just because uh, this. Uh, let's face it, coquito is a drink that we enjoy thoroughly. But how can we enjoy it all year long? Right. That's that's right. where the situation comes in. So she, she created a drink that we don't have to feel guilty about. Right. So I right. want to, you know, I mean, all of that came into the painting. You know, I mean, it really did. I was just like, I wanted to, to sort of bring up into the painting colors that were fresh. I wanted to make, I wanted to get across culture, beauty. You know what I mean? Communicate that through the painting itself. So I was aiming for that when I painted this, this I painting. I mean, it's beautiful. And what medium is it? It's acrylic paint. Uh -huh. It's acrylic paint. Okay. And I love the pose, too. I love the pose. I mean, she gives you sexy no matter what. 
Well, Latinas, Latinas are, you know, I mean, let's face it, we have something about our Latin women that, that is, you know, we have that African, we have the European. And sexuality was yeah. which is natural, and for me, yeah. a natural sensuality that just in everyday existence, which I find. Yeah, 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 it's there. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. there in the drink as well. <laughs> every every iteration of the drink that we had today, yeah, I'm yeah, feeling yeah. fantastic. And it's inspiring, as you can see, uh, Chef Ronnie, you know, he's... Uh, He's inspired, and I mean, sitting here today, just among us here, and hearing all these incredible stories, to me, I feel like this is not just, it's not something I take for granted, you know, because I love life. And for me, this is an historical moment. This is a moment that, that communicates a time, a moment that we're going to someday look back at. And I'm glad to be sitting at this table here, and, know, and knowing that I'm a part of it, knowing that I'm sitting here witnessing this from this great chef and obviously this great powerful woman that we have here, Cinta Sepulveda, who I'm very proud of, who is my dear friend as well. This is beautiful. I, I, again, this day has exceeded anything that I had in mind. A reunion, but also new connections. Congratulations to you, Ronnie. I'll be back. And I'm gonna bring friends, but this is, yeah, this is really, this is home. It's, it's home, it's comforting. The staff has been very attentive and amazing, and the food beyond amazing. So kudos to you, and thank you for sharing your story, and then the recipes. This mojito here, and this cafe con leche, flaco poquito cafe con leche. Again, I don't drink coffee. This is like hot chocolate. Oh, nice. Good. And I'm, good. I'm, I'm behind it all the way. I'm with it. All the way. Hey. I'm, I'm excited because I feel like with, with the drinks and the delicious food and the and music and everything is art. It all incorporates the culture of New York. Yeah. And I feel like with Flaco Coquito, it's in one bottle. You have the art, the music, the food, because you bring this to a beautiful venue where Edwin is performing. The chef Ronnie is cooking up some delicious, delicious eats. Well, the fact is that he's inspired by it. Like, just sitting here having this conversation, you just rolled off two or three additional recipes, no worries. You know, and which speaks volumes to, even though he's worked with, the, with your product, with your love before, it's still, it's still giving. He's still giving to him. He's still thinking. And if, to your point, Edwin, he is an artist. Because, I mean, As an artist myself, what Ronnie is doing is very, very representative of what I'm doing as an artist. My music is eclectic. My music is about fusion. My music is about you. It's about me. It's about everyone. It's about unity. It's about communicating who we are. That's what Ronnie is doing. That's what Cynthia is doing. And that's why I think this works well. And that's what your show is doing. Thank you. So that's, that's, that's why this works so well. You know what I'm saying? And I feel that we get more in touch with God, with John. You're doing a great job, Chef Ron, at communicating that. It's obvious, as you we were speaking earlier, yes, yes, yes. you walk into this venue, you walk into this restaurant, and what you're seeing is an eclectic, you're seeing an eclectic situation 
of not just Latin people. You're seeing every ethnicity in here. But, but, this but is, that's what, what this life is should the be. Human, that's what life should be. This is the human sala. Yeah. I represent you, I represent all of us, I represent Chela, I represent Cynthia, Sepulveda, Flaco Coquito. Mama Soul here, baby. Thank you. There we go. And what's your website? Chelaparkslope.com. You better eat good food.com. Listen to Life in the Kia the podcast on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public and SoundCloud. Come on, be marvelous and subscribe. Tell a friend to do the same.